Are you a fan of vampires? Then check out Vlada a Dracula Tale on Facebook and on Twitter for more information about an exciting new graphic novel from me and artist Ken Hunt. We take the entire story of Dracula and we gender swap the cast. This is not your traditional graphic novel. It's very akin to the Bernie Wrightson Frankenstein that you may have seen or read about. Amazing black and white illustrations and covers by Ken Hunt, as well as by Tim Vigil, Kara Nicole, and many others contributing to this amazing project. Keep an eye on the Vlada A Dracula Tale Facebook and Twitter for more information about the exciting Kickstarter coming late October. In the shadows you can hear the sound The rumble of all hundred hounds Cries of the banshee, a terror of the way to go You also can't see if there's nowhere to go It's the creature Welcome back to another exciting episode of Supernatural Creatures and Lore here on the Radio Power Network. I'm your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Mel Heflin, his co-host. And tonight we are talking about the fawns jumping the shark. Yes. Which is where the term comes from, by the way. Uh, from it, I think it was originally like brought up in the Brady Bunch, and it's the term that's used to describe the point in which a show has clearly passed its peak by adding characters and bizarre sub- subplots. Okay, so you think it happened on the Brady Bunch before it happened on uh, Happy Days? Yes, it definitely did. They added Cousin Oliver. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. And the term... And then they, like, later edited him out of the show. Yeah, I heard the actor did not like that. So, this episode, we introduce a brand new character to the Winchester Pantheon, and he pretty much doesn't have very much longevity beyond the one episode in season... One or two episodes in season five. And then it comes back for the finale... Well, not the end finale, not the end, the end, but the the uh, the big blow up with Lucifer and the uh, Chuck and God and and uh, the new God and <sighs> that poor kid. <laughs> yeah, I, you know when I first saw this episode, I was like, "Yay, a new character!" Character. I really liked Jake Abel as Adam. Yeah, Mitch. he's a he's a he's. I think he's a God. I just wish they could have done something else with him besides what they did. Yeah, yeah, I was really excited. I was like, ooh, this is, you know, I at very first, I was like, no, there can only be two. And then I was like, you know, I kind of like him. They can, they can, you know, train him or whatever. Like, he won't be around for all the episodes, obviously, but they'll bring him in to hunt, like, Garth now and again. Nope, nope, nope. that is not what happened. Um, hey, I'm also going to admit that uh, I'm uh, secure enough in my sexuality to admit this is a handsome kid. Yeah. Seriously, he is a very handsome-looking dude. He was in The Host, and he was in Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters, and he released a CD in 2013 uh, called Black Magic, which I might have to play some music. Yeah. Did you know that last year his, uh, him and his wife had their second baby? Aw. Yeah. So why don't we get to the plot synopsis for this tragic uh, turn of events for the Winchester family? All right. This was season four, episode 19, and its original air date was April 23rd, 2009. Meet the Winchester brothers, Dean, Sam, and Adam. The Winchesters discover they have a younger half-brother whose mother vanishes just as a long, dormant grave robber renews his foolish career. 
so we're going to be talking about ghouls because we come to find out this isn't really Adam at all, unfortunately. It's something else. So it's like poor Adam doesn't even get to be his own character because I guess the the the, the thing took him over before they even meet he even meets Sam and Dean. Okay. So that was actually going to be my major question because I I don't understand. He wasn't Adam at any point during this episode. Like he was Adam Ghoul, not Adam. Yeah, apparently. Did he touch the silverware? He touched the silverware, right? Because ghouls supposedly, um, in actual lore, not specifically Winchester lore, and I'm not sure if they cross over, uh, silver is one of the things that repel them. Yeah, maybe. He might have been Adam at the very beginning when they like first meet. Yeah. Um, I, I, I gotta think that maybe at some point he was, so, um, and is it unbelievable that John would have been pining for Mary this whole time and not gotten together with somebody else? Because obviously there's hints of, uh, Ellen. Yeah, you know, personally, I feel that John Winchester is kind of a dirtbag, so I could totally see him leaving his kids in a hotel room by themselves for days at a time to go hook up for a few days and take the boy to a baseball game while his own sons are yeah i could totally see him doing that as much as it sucks so what do we know about ghouls in the real world our real world lore about ghouls and what they can do is it how does it what's what's the lore on the show versus what our reality tells us about ghouls our reality of ghouls i'm using the quotations <laughs> because so, i would more I, i'm going to tell you this mel once again does dr chris believe in supernatural beings no no do you, can you at least say that you'd rather, it'd be easier to believe in a ghost than a ghoul, the way it is in this episode? Absolutely. Okay, at least we're going to meet there in the middle. So what's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the lore of the ghouls on, in Supernatural, Mumbo Jumbo? Okay, so in Supernatural, as well as, um, like the real world, it seems like they're just gra- scavenger creatures that live in graveyards and traditional traditionally feed on the flesh and blood of the dead. Uh They are not nocturnal and eat whenever they get the chance. Um, But in Supernatural, it seems like they would rather have living flesh rather than dead. Like it's fresher or whatever, that they're forced to be scavengers in the Supernatural world. Um, And in, in both worlds, it seems that they can take the form of any person they have eaten, even if the person is alive or already dead. In the regular lore, they're like dead undead, kind of like zombies, but in Supernatural, it seems that they are just considered some type of monster. In Supernatural, it seems like there are like different ways to kill them, but in regular lore, only the destruction of the brain, such as you know killing a zombie. Um, that's how you get rid of them. Uh, their abilities are shape-shifting, super speed, super strength, super agility, and super senses. And real-life supposed lore, according to mysticinvestigations.com, you can actually become a ghoul if you go on a path of serial killing and cannibalism, but you have to have a truly dark heart or you will not actually become a, a ghoul. But that would open you up to other potential forces such as like a Wendigo spirit. Um, so like if you are in a plane crash or something and have to survive 
on human flesh, you're you won't turn into a ghoul. You're okay there. You're gonna turn into a Wendigo then, right? Isn't right. What happens with a Wendigo? Yeah. Have you ever consumed uh, human flesh, Mel? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, you should. Let's let's, let's 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 just keep this uh, to the consuming like in fresh or Hannibal Lecter, not in a describing your sex life. So, <laughs> uh, they, I eat human babies all the time when I'm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that. beef I love jerky that, joke. that was Somebody... advertised as human jerky. At a convention one time. There was a joke posted in a meme about somebody saying, oh, I I eat human babies every night. Oh, my. I'm like, ah, gross. And also true. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's not what I was talking about. Yeah, so beef jerky is human flesh. Is that what you're saying? Um, somebody gave me a, a beef jerky stick that was labeled human flesh one time at a convention. So I don't really know if that, I don't know. Have you ever bitten your fingernails? Yeah. Okay. Then I guess you've consumed human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I, I guess mean, my heart is not dark enough. Your heart isn't dark enough? Is that what you just said? Yeah. If, if you have a truly dark heart and you consume human flesh, then that's how you become a ghoul. Do you, um, have you ever thought about what human flesh would taste like? I, I can't really say I've thought too much about it. Have you? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, not really. Just the idea of it just seems kind of unappetizing in some way. It does. It does. Um, I'm, I'm totally good with, um just eating chicken and beef and steak. You know, I feel bad biting the heads off of, like, marshmallow peeps. Oh, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what uh, some instances of ghouls that we may have heard of or encountered in our, our own lives, real world kind of stuff? I, I guess, like, sentient zombies would be considered like ghouls. Can you name an example of, like, the zombies that have thoughts. The zombies that have thoughts? Yeah, that's, that's essentially what they make them seem. Like, zombies that have thoughts. Maybe, like, Resident Evil? Oh, yeah. Cool? Well, the zombies in Resident Evil are not, like, any other kind of, like, smart zombie. They're, I mean, if you want to say zombie with thoughts, maybe Land of the Dead. Uh, the zombies were, yeah. you know, learning, you know, knowing how to, like, use a hammer and things like that. Um, I guess those would be considered fools. Yeah, there's say. a convention that I, uh, at the time of this would it be airing, uh, this convention is now past us, but uh, there's, a, there's a convention I'm going to where that, uh, that the, the, the zombie from Land of the Dead, the gas station attendant zombie, will be there. Um, nice. Eugene Clark is his uh, real life name. Yeah, very nice gentleman if you ever have a chance to meet him. Very, very soft spoken. Uh, huge dude. Like, huge black guy. Like, tall as all hell. Big as a house, but very soft-spoken. <laughs> you know, like, I was expecting such a booming voice, and no, he's very, you know, just... But yeah, really cool guy, really nice to meet, uh, you know, cheap autograph, too, not, like, a rip-off autograph, so... Nice. Yeah. It, it's so interesting, like, thinking about it, because, like, they also shapeshift. Yeah, and they mentioned shapeshifters in this episode, and we've gone over that. So, I mean, this is kind of like a shapeshifter in, in a way. 
Yeah, it's like sentient zombie meets shapeshifter. Right, totally. Um, it seems that religious and blessed artifacts such as holy water and silver and fresh cut flowers. Fresh cut flowers repel them. Fresh cut flowers repel them. So yeah. if I go mow the lawn, they're not going to come in and attack me. I mean, maybe. I would put fresh cut flowers on my table. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of, like, flowers to make me sneeze. You know, I might just have a new appreciation for them after this. Any particular fresh cut flower does it say? Because sometimes it gets really specific. Just fresh cut flowers. Yeah. Yeah, I found that super interesting. Uh, that's, like, the only... Um, unique thing to them is the fresh cut flower things, I think. Interesting. Um, in the supernatural uh, ghouls world, they have super strength, super speed, super agility, super senses. I don't assume mean height, spider sense, but some type of, you know, um, sense of, like, you know, urgency. Um, there is also, um, by the way, I love how some of the entries for these creatures list, uh, Extreme brain damage. I think that would kill anything. <laughs> okay, yeah. Except for, like, the Jefferson Starships where you have to actually cut their head off, right? Yeah. There's several ghouls listed on a wiki site. Uh, Wyndham Ghoul, Adam Adam Milligan Ghoul, Kate Milligan Ghoul, the mother, um, Crowley, Dave Mathers, Lori Carson, Philip Carson, Daryl Carson, Kate Carson, um... And they've appeared in seasons 4, 5, 6, 9, 12, 13, and 14. Yeah. It's crazy how, long, how many they have appeared. I feel like this creature is more interesting than zombies. I wish that they had a bigger place in media. Yeah, definitely. In, uh, in an episode, Jody Mills reveals that she met the hunter Aza Fox uh, when he came to Suix Falls on a ghoul hunt. Nice. Yeah, he had, Asa identified himself as Fox Mulder, too, by the way, before Jody spilled the beans. She's like, nope, I'm in the know. It's totally fine. <laughs> you don't need to pretense with me. <laughs> um, I got to meet uh, Jody at Comic-Con uh, this past uh, November, but uh, her autograph was like $50. Worth it. It Go- seems here that ghouls are capable of leaving behind identifiable fingerprints that can be matched. But um, only while they're using a single form. But it's unknown if the fingerprints change along with, you know, when they shapeshift. What uh, what do our ghouls actually look like on Supernatural 2? Uh, do we, we get a lot of human looks to them, but it's also very dark. So uh, how would you describe the ghouls? Um, they, they use the mirror thing, right? Where they kind of like look rotten, like a, a rotten human. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I would say very similar to, like, just zombie-ish. Like, you look in the mirror, and they're rotten. Um, what other, uh, I mean, besides Supernatural, do we, uh, have you watched any movies with ghouls? Uh, ghouls, uh, you know, um, they, they uh, Fright Night, uh, Billy, is kind of a ghoul in that, like, the day watcher for the vampire yeah, uh, so there's there's a very few, but there are some. There's Tokyo Ghoul, the anime, by the way, since you live in Japan. <laughs> Absolutely, I haven't seen that one, but it you know it's it's claiming that that is a ghoul. There's the ghouls, uh, Scooby Doo, and the Ghoul School. Uh, I don't 
think there was a ghoul there, though, was there? Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School is more like the monster children of Dracula, the Frankenstein monster, the mummy, the wolfman. They're not ghouls as much as, like, ghoul dolls or baby ghouls or whatever that line of Barbie dolls are that look like monsters. Monster High. Yes. Uh, Night of the Ghouls, that looks like it could actually be, but that's a 1959 film. Ghouls in Popular Culture is the link that I also found. Is that the one that you have? Yes. And Netflix, uh, the original series is called Ghoul. Um, Ghouls appear in video games such as Fallout, Wizard, and Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Yes, I would definitely believe they do do, to appear in the Middle Earth um, stories uh, a lot more than any other fantasy. Um, Fallout, and I can I can pretty confidently say that I would relate the ghouls in Fallout to very similarly to the supernatural ghouls. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade uh, uses ghouls as well, and Dungeons and Dragons, obviously, you know, a ghoul being a big fantasy character in those. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That was kind of funny. I I've seen it or heard about it. Um, Helsing has ghouls. Uh, that that's a good anime as well. Uh, apparently, they're a uh, harmless creature in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. Oh, good old Harry Potter. They New... make noises groaning in the attic. New Harry Potter movie came out in theaters uh, about a month or two after we were in, uh, this would air. So at the time we're recording this, the new Dumbledore, Secrets of Dumbledore is out. And it is not doing very well at the box office. Not for what they did in Johnny Depp. Yeah, they are. it is getting trounced by uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll have a couple weeks to try and recoup its losses before Doctor Strange comes around and whips Harry Potter's ass because I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Doctor Strange is the original black magic, you know, sorcerer supreme to Harry Potter, created in 1962 by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Yeah. But that's a whole other show. That's all the notes I pretty much have about ghouls. Same. Mel, where can people find you? At Mel Heflin on various social medias. And you can find me on the other podcasts I do, such as the uh, Spider-Man Spectacular Salvacema podcast or the Dead TV podcast, which we are now in season two of Reaper, which has had ghouls on it, too. Uh, Reaper is about a show about a kid who finds out on his 21st birthday the devil uh, has his soul because his parents sold his soul to the devil in order to uh, save his father's life. However, in season two, there's giant revelations about his parentage and the truth behind the deal made. Yes, it's kind of like the Ghost Rider meets uh, the Devil's Advocate. And you can also pick up my novel, Vlada, A Dracula Tale, or Vlada, The uh, Chronicles of the Damned, or if you happen to be a writer, by the way, we are looking for short uh, stories submitted to Vlada, Tales of the Damned, a short story collection connected to the Vlada graphic novel to be published later this year in the fall. And that's all the time we do have here tonight. Don't forget, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please leave a rating and send us an email, thatradiofhorror at gmail.com if you could. And check back with us uh, for the next exciting episode of Supernatural Creatures of Lore, which will be covering Lucifer and then the uh, Paris Hilton episode. Thank you, everyone. In the shadows you can hear